Good morning. Today we gather with the opportunity to celebrate the wonderful opportunity we had this year to partner with Habitat for Humanity in building a home uh, for Eddie, Zuela, and Nathan. We get to Friday, the end of the week, uh, and we're often relieved. It feels good. Uh, the weekend is here. But we also recognize if we pick up any news feed that we live in a world where there's a lot of difficulty and struggle. And much of it's beyond our ability to manage and control. In the midst of that, we have to believe and be confident that God is also present and at work in this world, both close to home and across the world. And so as we gather this morning to worship, let's be mindful of reality, mindful of opportunity, and mindful of God at work. And as individuals, may we live and accept faith and be challenged by the opportunity to love God and love neighbor. So as we prepare to worship, I'm going to invite you to pause, look around this room, at your peers and this community of faith, and in your hearts and in your minds be thankful that this is a group that has gathered. I'm also going to ask you to pause and close your eyes and be mindful that God is present. God comes and meets each of us within this community of faith and wants to be a part of our lives. And finally, as we celebrate this morning together the opportunity to build this home and do service and be a part of this community, I light the Christ candle as God's visible presence with us during this time and the remainder of this day. Please turn to number 12 in that same green book and stand if you are able and join in singing Cantayo Senor. Let's sing the first verse um, reflectively in Portuguese and then from then on, let's get a little rowdy.
seated. And while you're being seated, please turn to number 64. Somos el cuerpo de Cristo. I'm going to invite Lisa up. She's going to sing the solo part on the verses, and we'll all join in in all the rest of it. responding to come find their seats up front. Um, a variety of people obviously have been involved in this Habitat build, and a number of people are going to speak to what that experience has been for them. I will ask that you all introduce yourselves um, before, you, before you say anything. Let us know what your connection has been.
Isaiah 58, verse 9 to 12. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness, and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters never fail. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall rise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. My floor, Miller One, had the opportunity of volunteering at Eddie's house over spring break, the day that we first put up the walls. Um, and it was great to see because when we got there, the only thing that was there was a slab of concrete. And when we left, we saw the studs and we saw the, uh, what would soon become the house that Eddie is going to move into. And before we left that morning, uh, my floor and I, we had breakfast together, and we read this scripture from Isaiah. And, and when we were there, I was reflecting on the last verse. Your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall rise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. And as I was thinking about that while we were building, I was reflecting on how uh, God doesn't just call us to go and help out. But we were there and uh, we got to see creation restored and we got to see the reign of God enacted here on earth. And I was so blessed to see that happen and, and to see different people working throughout the week um, and to see what God was doing here in Goshen and in our Goshen College community. Um, and I was happy to participate in the culture for service that we have at Goshen College that um, we're going to continue to grow and we're going to continue to build and um, make sure that that is a focal point here in our culture at Goshen College. Uh, my name is Jordan Kaufman. Uh, I wear lots of hats. I was actually an adjunct prof here at Goshen College uh, this past year. I graduated in 2001, and I actually uh, am doing AmeriCorps at Habitat for Humanity, uh, marketing and communication. So I got to see it from all sides. Um, the thing that really, as an alum of Goshen College, it makes me really happy to see Goshen College students and faculty and staff helping out another person in their community. Uh, my four years here at Goshen College were filled with culture for service and talk of service and how we can serve others. And to see that happen at Goshen College is phenomenal. Uh, this has been a tough year for this community. And to see the community end with a great note of helping one of their own uh, to build a house was fantastic. Uh, from Habitat's standpoint, Habitat is an international organization who works all over the world with so many different people building homes and helping to fight poverty and homelessness. And to see Goshen College do that here in our own community with our Habitat affiliate is fantastic. Um, and also the connection between Goshen College and an international uh, education that is here with SST and how everyone 
goes on SST and, and gets to experience another culture uh, and does service in this other culture, and Habitat does it as well. Um, so it just makes me really happy, again, to see this college community work with Habitat for Humanity and to live out culture for service, as Quinn said. I'm Allison Reist. Um, I had the privilege of working several days on Eddie's home, mostly over spring break. And it's still sort of amazing for me to think about that there is now a home on 12th Street where there was none before. You see, it's not really supposed to work like that. We got a bunch of unskilled, mostly college-age kids together for a couple of days, and we built a house. Um, that's not how it usually works, but yet this is something that's not unique, and those results are what you will witness time and time again when people are coming together, united um, in their work and their efforts. And what's also great about Habitat is people are valued individually. So if you are willing to come and to try and to learn, that's great. And if you make a mistake or if you work a little bit slower, well, that's okay too, and you just keep at it, and the results turn out every time. I've also been thinking recently about the sort of the reciprocity and the mutuality that service requires. I think it's easy to get caught up in the sort of wanting to do something, wanting to offer a tangible result. And while those are valuable things, the work of service is nothing if it's not done within a relationship. And it's that relationship that's so central to what service is. Um, when people are sort of giving and receiving of themselves and each other, that's what really counts. And while I will admit that I don't know Eddie and his family personally, I still have learned a great deal from them. I have continually be in, have been impressed by the graciousness and the humility that they have engaged in this process. They have opened themselves up to us and to this whole community um, to intersect their lives with their own, and for that I am incredibly thankful, and their, their witness is a great testimony for us all. Good morning, my name is Devon Harris. I'm the Yoder Hall RD, as well as the Director of Campus Activities, and I had the privilege of partnering with this particular cause through um, our kickoff celebration, and I'm just gonna go through a few questions, actually. So um, I was asked, was I surprised by what happened? And my emphatic answer is not at all. Um, I truly believe that this is a community that loves Christ, that we truly are Christ-centered. Um, we have our theme of servant leadership this year, and so it's, it would be so natural for us to take up on a project such as this. Um, did I experience God's presence or when and where did I experience God's presence? I had the privilege of attending both the groundbreaking and the housewarming, welcoming of Eddie's house. And I think in both um, services, I definitely felt a strong presence of God. In my own life, um, I've been a blessed recipient of people helping me. Um, my, my mother passed away when I was 18. And so between the time I was 15 and 18, um, she wasn't able to work, and we just became recipients of people bringing us boatloads of food for Christmas and Thanksgiving, paying our rent, I mean, all kinds of amazing things. And so I personally have a very special place in my heart for service and for helping people um, when they're in need. And I remember being at the housewarming, and Eddie's wife and himself gave thank you speeches, 
and Eddie's wife began to cry a little, and I'm trying to hold back my tears, and I just felt like, wow, like, I was at the groundbreaking when I didn't see much. Wow, I'm walking through this house. I'm looking at the bathrooms. I'm looking at the beautiful kitchen. God, you're amazing. I'm so incredibly blessed to be a part of this community, um, a part of people who have the beautiful hearts to, to let go and to know that it really isn't about us, that it's really about what we can do for other people. Um, one thing that I learned, um, I'm, I'm really impressed by uh, Jesus' ability to allow his life to be interrupted. And so some of his most beautiful works of miracles came when he was headed somewhere else and someone stopped him. Someone touched, you know, his garment. Someone asked, hey, you know, my, my son, my daughter is sick. Can you come? Can you, can you give up your plans and come help me? And um, I think that I totally saw that here. It's like it, it wasn't something that we necessarily came in the year knowing that we were, that we were going to do, but our hearts were open to be interrupted. Our lives were open to be interrupted. And I think I was reminded of that in this project. Well, I was just in charge of getting uh, volunteers for the um, union wall building thing. Um, and I don't know how many of y'all were there. Actually, can you raise your hand if you were there, if you volunteered with that. That's sweet. I think there were like 60, 40 or so people there that day. <laughs> uh, something like that. But that was uh, really awesome. Because like when, when, the, when the trucks first came, y'all remember when uh, uh, there were like two gigantic truckloads, trailer fulls of lumber. And we unloaded all that. And we saw all that in the union. And we're like, dang, I don't think we're going to get this all together. And then three and a half hours later, it's like walls. So that was really humbling, and uh, it's just cool to see uh, how many people like come out and like uh, support when like when there's somebody or something in need that like people come through, and it's humbling to see that. Hi, my name is Jennifer Stutzman, and I represent the physical plant today. And my experience, um, it was cold that morning. It was really cold, and I bundled up pretty good, I thought, and I wasn't sure what to expect because I don't know anything about building a house, but that's the incredible thing that I learned, that you just have to have courage, and it takes the courage to take that first step, but I learned a lot that day, and um, I have a, a nail. I, my job was to get the trusses on top of the roof, which I can't even believe we did it, but we did it. And um, just watching Eddie's face, I mean, Eddie is probably one of the most humble men that I've ever met. And um, that morning when I saw the people begin to arrive, it was the whole experience for me was spiritual because... All of us were at the same place at that moment. We were all there for the same purpose, and that was to help someone. And I'd never experienced that on that level before. And um, I was amazed at how organized it was. I mean, it looked like there were just a couple guys that kind of knew what they were doing, but they always seemed to appear when you were finished with your work, and you would just say, what's next? And they'd say, this. And off you'd go, and you would just do it. So... I would encourage you to sign up and experience that. It was awesome. 
My name is Audrey Esch. I'm also a Goshen alum from 2001. And um, I, my job at Habitat as the Family Services Director is to work with all the families um, before they come into the program, as they go through the process to become a homeowner, and even after they move into their homes. And lots of the people that I work with, um, well, we're looking for families within a certain income guidelines um, who wouldn't be able to go to a bank and get a conventional loan. So we're looking for a very specific um, audience for our program. And, um, you know, many of the people, uh, they're often the first homeowners in their families. It's a, it's a generation-changing kind of thing to own a home. And Eddie and Zoila, their story is all the more poignant from, you know, coming here from um, Guatemala uh, years and years ago, escaping from the, the turmoil that was part of that country, and um, moving here and trying to make a better life for their, their kids. And I saw them yesterday, and um, they're just so excited. Nothing I can say today conveys um, the gratefulness and um, the excitement that they feel. We have a few more things to finish up on the home, but um, they're going to move in soon, and they, um, they're just grateful, and they thank God, and they um, thank you all. Hi, I'm Jim Brenneman, president here at Goshen. Uh, I'm glad to have survived the building of the house. Not, I didn't fall off the roof and my thumbs came out intact. Um, I recently heard that Martin Luther King Jr. said of education, he said, education is organized goodness. And I can't think of a better way of expressing what happened in our experience with Habitat. That is, it took a lot of organization, and I thank all those who had a part in organizing it. All the labor, this, the hours of service, the fundraising, the house raising, the joy that we had, um, all of that, uh, I can't think of a better way of expressing it than it was organized goodness. Not that long ago, a card came across my desk. I can, I can't hardly imagine
simply said for all of us who wonder sometimes whether what we are doing is getting noticed by another. And it said, God is not unjust. God will not forget the good things that you do for God and for others in acts of loving kindness. So if you remember that, that in God's archives, if nowhere else, there is now a marker of your service to others in acts of kindness. And I hope beyond that, um, it's, it's embodied, literally, in 12th Street, in the house, those, those acts of kindness. And I trust that from now on, in your role of consciousness, it will be with you the rest of your life as well. And as I said in Isaiah, chapter 58, that was read to us this morning, it said when we do these kinds of acts of service, that you are a light that lies in the darkness. So in a of time, I just want us to fully appreciate that our act of service indeed has shed uh, a little bit of light in an otherwise troubling time. So thank you all very much. While they're finding their seats, while they're finding their seats, would you please turn to number 15 in the same green book? Santo. Recognize that this is, yes, about building a house, but it's also about God's presence and about the holiness of this endeavor that we have been a part of. So sing together. up who is the director of Habitat of Elkhart County to um, give the final benediction this morning. Eddie, uh, when we started this process, Eddie said this is the American dream. Here's a man from Guatemala. He's talking about the American dream. And he's right. It is the American dream. But we build all over this world, and, uh, and I can tell you it's the Chinese dream, and it's the Guatemalan dream, and it's the Honduras dream, and it's the dream of everyone around this world to have a place that they can call their own. Um, 
you've done that for Eddie and his and Zoila and his family. Um, it's humanity's dream, and and we thank you for having having built that. Um, my own relatives came from Scotland about 300 years ago. They didn't bring a whole lot, but they did bring an old Scottish blessing that I'd like to share with you. If there is righteousness in the heart, there will be beauty in the character. If there is beauty in the character, there will be harmony in the home. If there is harmony in the home, there will be order in the nation. If there is order in the nation, there will be peace in the world. So let it be. And all God's children said, <laughs> thank you again. <laughs>